Hello everyone and welcome to the eighth episode of the SE1 slash 2 podcast for 2021. Cue music. Welcome back everyone from half term. I hope you all managed to have a break and are ploughing your way through to the final part of the placement. If anything, this is the most difficult time of the placement. You have taken on more and more responsibility for the class and you will start to find that you're working harder and longer. This is when the routines that we set up early on in the placement allow us to cope and continue to progress. It might also be a time when you are stumbling a bit and even trying to decide whether or not teaching is for you or not. Deciding on a different career path is absolutely fine. Don't think you are letting anyone down. It is what is best for you at this point in time. And remember, doors stay open for quite a while. I want to talk about progressions and comparing ourselves to each other later on in the podcast but for now enough waffle let's quickly run over what you will be up to in week nine So there is not much different week on week at the moment. You will have your next appraisal in week nine and continue to ensure that you are monitoring the progression of the children from lesson and lesson as well as within the lesson. Look at those trackers that you are completing and start to adapt your lessons um, in response to what the children have learned, what they have achieved and what misconceptions have come to light. Also, don't forget to make sure that your weekly overview is up to date and that you've completed your reflections for your mental weekly meeting. And also don't forget about your CPD time and how you can actually use that to help yourself. And remember, no taking that CPD time as extra PPA time. You should be taking up to 70% of the teaching responsibility for the class now. So well done if you're at that level. In your SE3 placement, the maximum will be 80% of the teaching. <clears throat> so you are almost at that level now. If you're wondering what is the difference, therefore, between SE2 and SE3, well, it's the length of time you maintain that 80%. You reach it very much quicker and you maintain it for longer. With respect to your CPD time, try to look at the subjects that you have not taught yet or start to look for opportunities to teach these, observe them or even talk to the person who's, who is responsible for them. Also, think about other aspects of teaching that you would like to know more about. Maybe talk to the person in charge of assessment or the SENCO. Chat to people about career progression and maintaining positive links with parents. Even start asking questions about how the school is run, the role of the governors, the admin team and the cleaners. 
It is really important to understand how the school works as a team in order to meet the demands of teaching and Ofsted. Okay, next up, this week's highly adaptable teaching activity. Sometimes as I sit here writing this script and then recording it, I do wonder as I look at my teaching activities on Instagram and YouTube, whether these activities are actually helpful or even relevant anymore. Even though I teach in higher education now, I do hope that these activities I provide are useful and still relevant for the classroom today. Okay, then. so in this episode, I want to share with you something that I did every year with my class. It didn't matter which age group they were in. It was an activity that I did in the last week of the year. So it could be something that you organize for your final week. The activity would spread over a whole week with the children going back to it every day. The idea is to create a stained glass window of memories. Okay, so these are the steps. First, take a blank piece of paper and decide how many lines the children should draw on this. I used to use an A4 piece of paper. This promotes the use of a ruler, time for those fine motor skills for the younger children, and also allows you to decide how many areas you want on the piece of paper. The lines that are drawn need to cross over each other. So the page, the blank page is then separated out into a number of smaller shapes. It is worth at this point to tell the children not to make any too small since we will be drawing in them. Okay, the next activity is on big pieces of paper or on the board. Talk and discuss about everything that has happened throughout the year or your placement. This might range from a school play or a trip to the snowy day when they played outside. Talk about what they remembered the first day, that moment when they received a prize or even when they got told off. There will be some personal personal moments for each child and they don't have to share these. They might just want to think about it. With older children, I extend the discussion slightly and ask them, so what did you learn from that experience and what has changed due to that experience? Once the discussion has finished, the children are free to choose what they want to remember from the year. They, they, these take, um, they then take these moments and on the sheet of paper that's divided up into different shapes, they draw and colour a memory in each of the shapes. Make sure that at this point they are using colour pencils and not felt tip pens. So as you can probably imagine now, when they have finished, they have created a whole stained glass window. And this is why it is called a stained glass window of memories. What I get them to do now is take a felt tip pen and to draw over the lines to give that effect of a stained glass window. Remember to tell the children to turn the ruler over so that they don't smudge. If you're not familiar with this technique, a lot of rulers um, are tapered on the sides. So when you actually reverse them and draw a line down one edge, 
the actual edge of the ruler is not touching the paper. So when you move the ruler away, it doesn't smudge the line. Okay, to complete these stained glass windows of memories, I would draw a line around the edge of the paper using a marker pen. I would do this by placing their sheet of paper, their stained glass window onto another sheet of paper and then putting the marker pen half on and half off the edge of the paper, hence why there's a piece of scrap paper underneath. And then I would draw round the edges. Some great tips coming in from this episode. I'm wondering whether or not I'm giving away all my secrets. Finally, and I'm not too sure whether or not I would do this currently because of recycling but no I think I would finally I would laminate them and the children would take them home on their last day a stained glass window full of memories oh before you laminate it don't forget to add the years somewhere okay hope that was helpful next up it's question time Okay, in the question and answer session, I just wanted to echo what Margaret said in an email to you all about the triangulation meeting. Um, I'm going to read the email to you. You should have it in your inbox. So Margaret said, hello, everyone. Now many of you are approaching the end of the placement. I've had a few queries about the triangulation meeting that takes place in the final week. This meeting is between you as a student your mentor and your class teacher or maybe just you and your mentor if your class teacher is your mentor. It's the final meeting when summative judgments are made for the placement and targets agreed and set for SE3. Hope all is going well as you approach the home straight. Best wishes, Margaret. So this is a time that you sit down in a three and you celebrate what has gone well and also identify these areas that need to be developed. You have to be writing something too, and it's worth you doing this and sharing it as well. So it really um, echoes and reflects what a great practitioner you are to look back and to celebrate your achievements, but also to have identified areas in which you need to improve. Okay. Without further ado, let's move on to the final section of this podcast, the and finally moment. So I am more than happy to share my weaknesses with everyone. I think that often we look at people and their lives and because they're only sharing the positives, we can long for a different life or for things to be different, both of which are not a healthy mindset. As a person, I always want to continue to learn and improve. I spend a lot of time learning new skills and knowledge in order to apply these to my current skill sets. I see people who are better than me, who have won more awards than me, who have more followers or viewers on social media. But looking at others is not the important thing. What I would encourage you to always do is to strive to challenge yourself and compare your achievements to yourself. Too often we get drawn into comparison chats via Facebook groups or WhatsApp. 
People are celebrating what they have achieved. And you are looking on thinking, why? Wow, why am I not as good or I did not do as good as that person? The end of this placement will be a time when this happens. People will be celebrating the grades that they got, which is absolutely fine. And I think that's wonderful. And this, however, this might make you feel that you have not done well or that they are better than you. We are all on our own journeys through life and through this placement. The barriers that we have overcome or the ones that we are still scaling will be our own personal barriers, personal to us and the placement we are on. Our achievements are our own. Rather than looking at other people, look at yourself. Look at what you have achieved through this placement. What has been the barriers to your own journey and revel in your own personal achievements. Yes, celebrate these. Yes, share them if you wish. Congratulate other people on getting an outstanding grade. But do always remember that you don't do not want to end up comparing yourself to these other people. At the end of this journey through placement, I would like you to do me a favour. Sit or lie down in a quiet moment and think. Take stock of the journey you have been on and what you have been able to achieve. Look at those areas that you still need to develop and think how you can support yourself with these. And at the end of the list, smile and acknowledge that you have done well. You have challenged yourself and made progress. And this is the only thing that matters. And that's it. The end of the eighth podcast episode. Please have a great week in school next week. And I'll catch up with you all next Friday. And until then, enjoy your teaching. And please keep smiling. See you all later. Bye. The content of this podcast is covered by the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license. So please give appropriate credit if you are sharing or copying any part of this podcast. Thank you.